Hello, folks. It's Jay from Jay Talk here to talk about Anchor. We just switched to Anchor from our previous hosting service for our podcast. Uh, a couple of highlight points. It's free. Um, it's got great tools for recording and editing your podcast on your phone or on the computer, on the phone, on the go. Make some good content there. Um, you can also add some songs from Spotify. Uh, make your own radio show. Look forward to mine. Uh, I hope you guys like it. Um, of course, Anchor has great tools for publishing or distributing your podcast to other platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, and then you can try it. You can make money off your podcast, you know, with no minimum listenership. Um, it's really everything you need, and, and I love the analytics. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good evening, folks. This is Jay from JTOG. And, of course, we have our wonderfully smiling Nick from the Nick Job. What's going on, people? Yeah. So Good Lord. you got a That's huge funny. smile on your face, man. I do. Yeah, you're going to have to explain it. Let's just start off there. Okay, well, you know, I've been on the phone kind of texting and, and you know, had some good text messages and good responses and some good sexual innuendo and some good banter. Okay. And I enjoyed it okay. a lot. There you go. Man. How you doing otherwise? Man, great. Man, I'm just doing good. Good day at work. You know, can't complain. There's some drama going on at work. A little uh, bit of drama going on in the building, but you know, oh, what do you Lord. know? Sorry, man. Boss yeah. isn't feeling that good, and he's a little pissy, and you know. Uh, okay. But he left me alone. That's all I care about. Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. <clears throat> Leave me alone. I can do my job. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> good for you. How about you, brother? I am doing good. Yesterday, I was feeling a little under the weather. Took some medicine. But uh, started to feel better in the, the afternoon, so I went ahead and went out to the Woodlands for the um, what is it? Uh, suicide oh, prevention meeting. Yeah. Yeah, 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 foundation meeting, and so the committee meeting. So that was really good. We talked a lot about you know what it takes to run the the walk, and you know people and volunteers and things like that. So that's kind of. That's what that committee is about. It's all about planning the walk, trying to get sponsors, and trying to get volunteers and things like that. So, right. you know, it's it's a learning experience, I will say. That's good to be in those meetings, though, because you do learn a lot on how they put this together. Yes, yes, and I'm yeah. excited about that. So, you know, yeah. and it, it's a great cause. So, you know, of course, I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. Um, you know, anytime I can help a great causes and especially a cause I'm passionate about. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. But other than that, you know, it's um just plugging away at day to day life, you know. I haven't um I haven't been active I, I've been pretty busy lately. I haven't been active on the dating scene just because there's just been so much going on. I, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. I mean, we've talked about it, I think, on the last show. It's just, it's crazy, the amount of stuff. I'm falling behind on, you know, certain items and different things here and there, but I'll get caught back up. I'll get caught back Yeah, up. and even the dating thing, 
You know, they always say is when you kind of forget about it, move on, that's when it's going to hit you right in the face. Hopefully. And hopefully it's that dream girl. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. You know. We'll see. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been interesting. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I did want to talk about some things we didn't cover in last week's and I didn't, uh, how do I put this? We had a major holiday that was very important that we didn't mention in our last podcast. That is, you are 100% correct. We sure did not talk about that holiday. So I wanted to, huh? We need to talk about that holiday. Yes, we do need to talk about that holiday. Even if that's not the complete uh, topic of the podcast, we definitely need to throw out some props. So I'm going to let you go first. I'll go second. You know, but I, before you start, I at least want to say um, thank you to all the mothers out there. Amen. Amen. So, you know. I, it was Mother's Day this past Sunday, and don't ask me why, but I completely let it slip my mind until, like, Friday, and then we're scrambling around trying to figure out, okay, what are we doing for dinner? Uh, what are we doing? Uh, you know, it's like, Annie, uh, okay. Oh, I got to go run and get mom a card. Yeah, know, the, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, yes. Yeah, so. so, see, yeah, I did. Um, I think we did talk about in the last podcast that Mother's Day was coming up, but I don't think we expounded on it or, you know, what we were doing. Right, right. So Saturday, my mother, my sister, um, my nephew, I'm sorry, my niece, and uh, my sister and her significant other, Mm -hmm. her mother and brother. We all went to brunch at Margiano's. Okay. And Italian food, it was awesome. Got in there, you know, they opened the doors at 11. We were standing in line. We already had a reservation. We sat down. We had mimosas. We ordered food, had some snacks. Oh, and we just had a great time. There was no, you know, no animosity. You know, nobody was uncomfortable or nobody was tired and upset. Everybody had a great time. All the banter and the picking on each other was all, you know, Fun. Limited to fun. Yeah. Nobody ever went over the boundaries and, you know, took it to that next level. It was just perfect. Right. We spent a couple, three hours there, man. Just had a great time. The waiter was awesome. Food was good, you know. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, we really had a good time. Good for you. Good for you. Any comments that you want to say? about your mother that you want to share with the world? Well, I don't think we have enough time on the podcast to talk about how amazing my mother is. Okay. But, I mean, she did. She raised three kids, damn near on her own. All three of us are successful in our businesses. My brother owns his own business, and he's very successful. My sister owns her own business. And she's even more successful with that. Right. You know, and I work for companies, so I don't own my own business, but I'm successful in my career, you know. Yeah. I always have my, you know, I'm not rich, but I have money in my pocket. And my mother taught us that. Good for you. In her own special way, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, she taught us integrity. She taught us 
to be stand-up people. She taught us to work hard and, you know, achieve your goals and positive thought process. That's you know, it's really interesting to me in this world where a situation will come up amongst four or five people, and you can immediately tell the other ones, they're like, oh, well, this isn't going to work, you know, and they already start going negative, you know, because that's where they were taught yes. to immediately go to the negative. My mother taught us, if you're going to go to your boss with a problem, before you get there, go to the solution. Right. You know, and every time some situation comes up, the first thing I think of is, is a positive response. Yes. You know, always go go with the positive. And it's it's my mother taught us that. And just that alone, you know, that you can, can help you really anything in life. Yeah. When you have when you have a positive spin and a pro- positive thought process, she taught us all that. Good for her. So I, that's what I'm saying. I can't say enough about how amazing and how much I love my mother. I mean, she's a crazy old bird, and she has a lot of fun, and she's going to be 80 years old, and this woman still plays a round of golf a day, and will still stand on her feet for 10 hours a day cutting hair because she's been a hairdresser for 65 years. Right. Amazing woman. I know. I know. And I'm, she'll, she'll give Nick a hard time about his golf game, too. Oh, yes, she will. She will compete with me and make me feel like a kid sitting in the corner sucking my thumb. <laughs> Especially if I win it, she'll go, you're going to beat your mother? And you know what that is to a kid for his mom to say that? I know. Oh, no. I duff the next six balls in the water. Exactly. You know, and she just smiles. Exactly. Oh, that's the way it works. We were playing tennis one time, and she did that. Really? I was there four sets to nothing, and she walked up to the net, and she goes, are you really going to beat your mother? And I lost four to six. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> You're a good son. Well, you know. <laughs> that's she was good funny. at it. I know. You know. She's good at making you feel guilty? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> She's good at knowing how to manipulate and win. <laughs> okay, that's fair. But see, even though she does that <laughs> as a joke and we do that as a joke, but that's what she taught us. She yeah. taught us how to win, how to do, you know. Right. Of course, some of us kids are better than others, you know, but some people had the little silver spoon in their hand. Other people... It's you know, but you have to also remember how do you define winning in life? Because you know, it, some people would look at okay, well, I'm super successful and I've got a million dollars, but I don't have a great family at home. Right. What do you define as winning? That's my. I'll give you my definition of winning. Okay. My definition of winning is, is inner happiness. Me. Yes. No matter what I'm doing, if I'm sacking groceries at the grocery store, making minimum wage, and I'm happy doing it, how do you get better than that? Yes. You know? Yeah. You and I struggle with the spouse thing, being single, and that might take some off the top of the happiness. Yes. But still, inner peace, inner happiness. You know, I was just sitting here talking to my son. He's having some issues with the car, right? Yes. And we're trying to figure out what's going on, but he's coming to me and talking to me, and he's upset about it, you know, and I'm trying to calm him down, and, and, but I'm trying to teach him what my mama taught me. I would agree you with know, that. Yeah, exactly. Happy with whatever you're doing. You right. know, 
Yeah. And he is. That boy knows how to work, and he loves his job, and he's happy, you know. Good for him. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. So nothing else? That's, that's how I define happiness. Happy. And or winning. Success and winning, yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean, success and winning. Because it's different in I'm everybody's not, eyes. Yeah, because I'm not very, I'm not a competitive person. You know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. I never wanted to be number one when it came to competition. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I laugh about it because I always say, I always wanted to be number two. <laughs> but I never wanted to be the king of the hill. I never wanted to be the center of attention. I never wanted to be that guy. Yeah. But I still wanted to be funny and lovable and caring and, you know, everybody friends and try to do my best to make everybody happy. That doesn't always work. But even still, <laughs> that's that's who I am. I know. You know. I know. So, and that's what my mom taught me. Be happy with yourself. Exactly. Everything else comes naturally. You know, everything else will come. Yes. Yes. I agree. I agree. So that's a that's a really good one. I will tell you we um maybe we did talk about it. Or maybe I just don't remember. We didn't spend a lot of time on it. I just remember that. Um but I do I think giving our mom some props for what they did because I had a great mom too. Right. You know. Uh wasn't exactly the best kid. But my mom taught us perseverance. And I think that's that's a really hard thing for people to learn. Because, I mean, okay, good example. You know, my parents divorced. They were divorced for 14 years, and then they end up getting back together. So, I mean, there's a there was a happiness to the sadness situation. But right. for a while there... We lived in the project. I mean, in the hood, in the hood, and you know, we we were about as poor as they come. I mean, it was pretty damn close to homeless type poor, wow. you know. And so, but my mom never gave up, never gave up her faith, never gave up taking care of us as kids. She just did what she had to do, you know? Right. And day in, day out, and, you know, I'll I'll never forget that. The the sacrifices my mom made for us, and sure. part of the reason why I make sacrifices for my kids is, you know, and that, that perseverance, I guess, you know, you we tied we talked about on the episode before, you made a comment about me, you know, I, I for a month, I was out of work, but within three weeks, I had interviews and I was working. Right. You know, my mom taught us that. She taught us, you know, you never, you never sit down. Whether you're mentally down, you don't let it stop you. You persevere. You keep plugging away. You keep doing because you have it in you. Everyone has it in them to do it. And so... That, I'm going to say that's one of the most important lessons. I mean, she she taught us a lot of stuff. I mean, like you said, I could go on forever, forever about different things. Um, she disciplined us, but she did it right. I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? But see, that's just it. 
kids crave discipline and structure. Yes. We all do. You know, when, if I was ever around, like I dated somebody that had a young kid and that kid can't stand to be away from me or couldn't stand it. Where's Nick? Where's Nick? Is Nick coming over? You know, cause we were dating. Yeah. Is Nick coming over? And he loved because he would push his mama's buttons and she'd get sick of it. So she'd just give in. Cave. Yeah. And he'd win. And it was a, a shallow win for a four-year-old kid. Yes. No, that's not what he wanted. Right. He wanted her to go, uh, we need, you know, nope, nope, we need to clean up this mess and we need, you know, we need to go and not yell and scream and holler at him. Yes. You know? And I would sit him down and I would go, it's, you know, he has a huge, this kid, love him to death. He had a big box of uh, little car, what do you call little metal cars? Hey, Matchboxes, box. yeah. Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels. Yeah, yeah. The same thing, okay. Matchbox and Hot Wheels. Well, you know how kids are. When he didn't get what he wanted, he just dumped that on the living room floor. Right. And we're talking hundreds of cars. Right. And he'd scatter them all over the floor, and he'd leave them there. Yeah, because he wants you to step on them with his with your feet. Well, he's not getting the attention he wants, so I he's going to whatever. So just to give that example, she's yelling, name, clean up your mess, clean up your mess, no TV. And, you know, she's doing that, and I'm like, that's not the way to do it. And I got down, and I said, Here's how you need to pick these up, and it'll take you five seconds. He's like, well, you just pick them up for me. He's testing me. Yeah. A four-year-old kid. This yeah. kid's brilliant. Unbelievable thing. And I showed him how to scoop them in with his arms and pick them up with his hands and put them in there. And then I, I did it one time, and I said, see, you can have this whole floor clean in five minutes. I got up and walked outside because I had the grill going. I was cooking some steaks. And the kid cleaned up the entire living room and walked out sat in my lap and said, thank you for helping me. <laughs> changed his whole mother's aspect around it. It changed her. Yeah. Because she was teaching me because she's like, you have to visually show him. You know, you have to, and that's yeah. what I did. I took the time to be patient. Of course, she had a bad day at work and she was stressed and stuff like that. And I get it. Because I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke that I'm Mr. Perfect either because I yelled at my kids too, you know. <laughs> I spanked. I had four kids. I spanked the oldest three one time. I could butt spank him, but I never could spank Andrew because he'd just look at me and I'd be like, oh, shit, bird. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But I I guess older age, you get more patient. Yeah, and that's all learned. That's all a learned skill. But but see, it's all learned from our moms. Yeah, no, it is. It is, and my mom taught me some of that too. It's funny you talk about the discipline with that, because I know me and my brothers, and we were probably more mischievous. But you know, me and my brothers remember we used to get in trouble all the time. Whereas my sister didn't get in trouble hardly at all. So <laughs> I will tell well, you my folks, family's the other way around. I'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So I will tell you folks though, my sister is sixteen years younger than me. So um maybe my mom in her older age got a little more, you know, relaxed or just maybe she learned some lessons or Maybe she's just too tired anymore to deal with that. <laughs> Maybe she'd already wore herself out on the three kid, the three boys. I don't know. 
But, you know, it, it's, and, and, you know, that had to be hard. You think about that. There are single parents all the time. They do it all the time. Single right. mothers, single fathers, you know. Um, Super hard for them to do that, though. Yes, it, it really is. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, to try to develop structure and discipline for a kid when you're single is extremely hard. Um, because when you develop structure and discipline, you end up being sometimes what the kids think is the strict parent. Right. The, the bad guy. The bad guy. Because essentially yes. when they go over to the other parent's house, they're so happy to see him. They do all these fun stuff and they do all this whatever, you know. and. It's really hard sometimes, and I don't think kids don't, they don't see that until they're older, and they do realize it, but it's very hard on parents right. when they're trying to provide that structure. My mom did a great job of it, and yeah. and I love her for it. She, she, stu she, she stayed with who she was and her values and her... You know everything, no matter what. And she, awesome. My mom is the same person today. Maybe not thirty years ago, but you know, <laughs> she's the same person today, but more mature. Yeah, more mature. yeah, more wise. More wise. Yes. Yes. So, I love her to death. But yeah, a we bit did. More calm when she makes decisions, she can think better. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. All like yeah, so now I did, what I did is I hosted everybody at my house this year. That way, my mom didn't have to clean her house. She didn't have to wash any dishes. She didn't have to do anything special. All the kids cooked the food. Though she's stubborn, she had to, I think my dad smoked some sausage and some food and. But other than that, we did everything else, you know. So, but yeah, all the kids, they all brought different dishes. You know, we just gathered here at my house and just kind of pigged out. I mean, that's oh, just, they came over. You, you did it at your place. I did it at my place. So nice. I cleaned my nice. house. You know, all the dishes were, you know, so that way I had to do the after cleanup and all that stuff. And, right. you know, I think that's that's important, too. I know sometimes moms are like, oh, y'all just come over and hang out with. No, 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 mom. Why don't you come over? That way, you don't have to worry about cleaning before, cleaning after, dishes, all that. It's your day, yeah. exactly. So I've done that at my mother's. She, everybody likes to go to mom's. Oh, she yes. got a great house, and and you know, right. So I'll go over there, and I usually get there early. Like if it starts at eleven, yeah, I'll get there at nine o'clock in the morning and start cooking, you know, and then I'll clean the kitchen and cook and clean and cook and and. Make sure that everybody got food and, you know. Right. And my sister will chime in and help out. And my sister-in-law get in there and, you know, they'll get it. And then they'll step, they'll push me away. And they're like, look, you've been in the kitchen for the last three hours making sure everybody had plenty of food. Now step back. We're going to do the dishes. You know, and, and it's great. Right. Exactly. And my mom's sitting there drinking her wine or doing whatever she's doing and just visiting with everybody. And, oh, yeah. That's good. Love it when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, taught her kids well, man. She did. She taught us well. So I will tell you, this was a little interesting this year. So my ex came to my house this year. 
Right. Okay. Because she wanted to spend time with the kids. And since she's still friends with all of my family, you know, I, my brother, my son came over and he's like, dad, do you mind if, if my mom just comes over? And I was like, you know what? That's fine. We have a cordial relationship. You know, we work, we don't argue anymore. You know I mean? It's good. Really, I mean, we're past that point. It needs to be. Exactly. It needs to be. Yeah, exactly. And so so she came over and she brought a dish as well. Of course, my mom, you know, was so happy to see her. And so. That's good. Yeah. Well, I mean. I never invite my ex-wife to. I know. Yeah, I know. There's a little animosity there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But no, but see, my family gets along with my ex, you know, because it's still, she's the mother of the grandkids of the, you know, I mean, that's, you know, I know it's harsh in some situations and yours as the, as the example, but for us, it was, you know, it was different. So, you know, it really, it was nice, you know, but yeah, she came over, she spent time with the kids, you know. There were gifts given, you know, left and right. Um, I think my sister actually bought a bouquet of flowers for every mother beside herself. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And she even bought one for my ex. So she even... Your sister has kids, right? Does she? She has two kids, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but she, you know, that's her husband's responsibility. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if she needs a, a, a bouquet of flowers, he can take care of that. He better take care of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So, I mean, we ain't seen him in weeks. What's going on? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> He's still outside the doghouse. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> no, it's but no, it was really nice. But yeah, so she gave a a bouquet of flowers to you know my ex. Um, uh, sister-in-law Barbie, sister, uh, sister-in-law Tanya, and my mom. So it all awesome. went, went really went really well, you know. So we had a great time. You know, just people just kind of sat around and just, you know, there were multiple conversations here, there, you know, like you said. it's At your mom's house, it's a little bigger, a little more wide open. But, yeah. Yeah, no. so some people are outside, some people are in. And I'm sitting here thinking about it. I'm like, if the kid's mama... Now, since the youngest one is 19, fixing to turn 20, yeah, I think it might be a little bit different, you know, because years have gone by and, yeah, you know, we're, we're all still family. We're all still blood, you yes. know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it'll be that bad. I mean, her and I haven't, haven't had a need to talk yes. for a couple of years now, but, you know, Andrew had a little bout of anxiety a couple of days ago and she texted me and. You know, I immediately responded and got all that stuff taken care of, but and he did he's fine. Right. So girlfriend problems. <laughs> <laughs> My poor Drew Bear. Uh whatever. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. It it's kids and I think that's the hard part is is kids don't know how to deal with anxiety and things like that. Like they I mean, we were taught I think we were taught different. It, 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 you know, I've been. Lo- I don't know if it was taught. Thought process, huh? That is an excellent thought process because you're right. There wasn't a lot of anxiety back in the day. Nobody even knew what anxiety was. Well, that's because we we didn't even talk I mean, about mental cool. health back then. 
I mean, oh, think about it, you know. So, but I was thinking about this. I've been seeing a couple of these TikTok videos where it's these women talking about if you're a child of the 80s, you know, um, this was our playground. And they always show the merry-go-round where we were trying to push each other as fast as we can. And you could, oh, yeah. you, you would fly off of that thing. And you never know, you know, if you're going to end up with a broken bone or not. Um, you know, the, the metal slides, you know, the uh, swings when it was all about swinging as high as you can and seeing if you could jump off and how far you could go. I mean, right. That was, that was, yeah, like, I don't do that. No, <laughs> no, they don't do that. Don't metal anything. Yeah, exactly. I know. It's funny as heck. Well, the chains are still metal, I think. No. Really? If they're metal, they're metal on the inside, but they're covered with plastic. Oh, yeah, that's right. They do have plastic covering. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They're strong enough to where they'll hold the weight, you know, yes. of maybe even a 200 pound person. Right. But yeah. No. If they have any metal at all, it's covered with plastic. That's funny. And it's funny because those those playgrounds now, they're not cheap. No, they are outrageously because they're childproof. Yes, I mean they're absolutely childproof. So mm, it's supposed to be childproof, but yes, I we know. used to get those swings that were metal and and they'd flip over, and if you ran <laughs> too close to them, the screws were sticking out and cut you, and they were rusted. And Ex- yeah, exactly. Yes, That's exactly. Never happened nowadays. Yeah, a swing set back in the day, even in the sixties or seventies, would cost. Fifteen twenty dollars. Yeah, would be a hundred and fifty bucks nowadays. You buy a swing set now with like a little kid playhouse in the back. You're talking ten grand. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. I know. Maybe even five thousand dollars for a small one. Really? Yeah, I know. Because I looked it up even when Andrew and them were kids. I'm like, oh no, I can build this. Of course, I build it with nails sticking out. Yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> exactly. It broke eventually with one of the kids on it. You know, like right. nobody got hurt, but yeah. But, you know, you think about it. We made our own mixtapes, you know. We... <laughs> Cassette tapes. Yes, but we made our own mixes. I mean, because there's no way you couldn't do it through a Spotify account. I mean, can, yeah. You know, so I, I just, it's funny seeing some of these things that have been coming across. And, you know, it, it there was something that triggered me earlier that made me think we didn't talk about mothers, you know? And I think it was some of these seventies, sixties kind of people who are like, you know, if you're a Gen X or, you know, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's funny. Listen, well, you to are these. a Gen Xer. Um, they said, if you, what is it? 64. Through 79? 80? Yeah, I'm a Gen Xer. You're a Gen Xer. Yeah. I, I'm i just on the cusp of being a baby boomer. Yeah, you're on the 63, aren't you? 64? 63. 63. Yeah. yeah, Gen X started in 64. Okay. So I beat it by a year. Yeah. Like, right there. Right. You know. But, but so. you know, I will, I will say this, though, too, is, is the music. Oh, my gosh. The 80s and 90s music, it's really good. Just oh yeah, my opinion. Eighties yeah. and eyes were still the seventies were a. That's when the punk scene started coming in, where you're wearing parachute pants and. Oh, I know, thought that was their, early eighties and late seventies. Late seventies, early eighties. I thought when late seventies was disco. It was. When did the first set of Vans tennis shoes come out? Oh, 
Yeah, I don't the remember. checkerboard bands. When did uh, what was it? Fast Times at Richmond High. When oh, did that's that like eighty four. Eighty two. Well, okay, you're gonna look it up. Eighty two or eighty four. Oh, damn, you're good. 1982. <laughs> Past Times at Richmond High, 1982. Comedy drama. John Penn, Phoebe Cates. Yeah. <laughs> Judge Reinhold, Nicolas Cage, oh. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, it had like a ton of stars. It does. So Yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, 1982. That's funny. I told you. So those the the end of the seventies was the uh, what is it the disco roller skating age the Xanadu okay. movie. Yep. <laughs> I see now you're gonna make me look up Xanadu. That's good stuff. Wait, wait, wait. that's a 70, 78, 77, Olivia Newton John. I forgot the guy's name. Xanadu. I can't even spell it, so I'm putting it out. It's X A N A. N-D-U? A-D-U, yeah. Yeah, okay. What year did you say? 1978, 77? Oh, close. 90, 80. 80. Oh, it, it was an 80 film. It's, okay. It's 1980 film, yeah. Gene Kelly, Olivia Newton-John, and I forgot what the name of the other actor is. Michael Beck, Bat uh, Latanis. I don't know who that is. Katie Hanley. Okay. I know their faces. I just don't know. You know who I was right about Gene Kelly and Olivia Newton-John? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Olivia Newton-John and Gene Kelly, yeah. Hey, uh, Gene Kelly was great, dude. I love Gene Kelly. He's hilarious. Awesome. He was very awesome. talented. So He's got a great smile, too. Oh, yeah, dude. He's kind of like one of those Dean Martin kind of guys. Oh, yeah. You know. The rat pack. He was born... In 1912. Yeah, that's about right. Pittsburgh. Passed away in 96 in Beverly Hills. Okay. Yeah, dude, he was, yeah, he was so talented. Anyway, how did we get on this? I don't know. We were talking about Mother's Day and the old days and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, oh, so there was something else. Huh? Props to the moms. Props to the moms. Every single one of your mothers deserve a pat on the back and a foot massage, if that's the case. Whatever. (laughs) It's props Mm. to the dad, too, but your day comes in June, so just just hold off, dude. Hang in there. Yeah, exactly. We'll try to remember to do that ahead of the game. Yeah, there you go. We'll try. Oh, and if we do it right, then we're chauvinist pigs because we did dad's day right or father's day right, but not mother's day. So we'll do it after. Father's Day is not as exciting as Mother's Day. No, it's not. It's not such a big deal. And I remember hearing a comedian. This is so funny. Okay. A comedian looked up. There are 26 holidays in a year. And I don't know the exact numbers. I'm just throwing this. And he said, Father's Day, number 18. That's about right. Halloween was number three. Yep. And he's like... You see how we get treated? You know, he's going on. <laughs> I don't know those are the exact numbers, but Halloween was before it. Labor Day and Memorial Day was before it, you know. Yeah. Like, Memorial Day? Who the hell? What the? Father's Day should, you know, he, yeah. he was off on Father's Day. It was really funny. That is funny. You don't think of that. How many, how many holidays are they the year in, in, late, in Markham? 
What's the most important holiday of the year? Christmas? Yes. You know, what's number two? Thanksgiving. Okay, number three? That's a tough one because I say Easter, but a lot of people say Halloween. See? Okay, but that could be three and four. So you, you could flip it and say Halloween and Easter for some people and Easter and Halloween for other people. Yeah. Is that a fair point? Yes, it is. Yeah. And see, I'm looking at I'm trying to look it up and all it's give, it's giving me an order. Right. So. And 4th of July is a very important holiday. So that's got to be number 5. You know. So most important holidays of the year Thanksgiving and Christmas. Doesn't doesn't really say yeah. how that works. Yeah. But, I mean, those are the top five. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nobody ever remembers my favorite holiday. Christmas is number one. Hanukkah is number two. New Year's Eve is number three. Oh, yeah, New Year's Eve. Chinese New Year's is number four. Ramadan and Ed LaFerrari. How you say that? Ed LaFerrari. I don't know. Okay. Ramadan is five. Easter's number six. Yeah, you're right. Valentine's Day seven. Diwanli? Don't know that one. It's a Hindu holiday. Oh, okay. Halloween is number nine. Bad Day. It's a... uh, Buddhist holiday. Okay. It's number 10. Oh, oh, you people. These websites, That's it just ends in the 10. Oh, okay. Mother's Day or Father's Day are not even in there. They even right. Well, half, of, half of those, I, well, some of those I have heard of, some of those I haven't heard of. So, you know, it all depends on who's, what your religion is, because that's going to dictate some of those holidays if they're there or not there. Right. You know, so. Here's another website that says top 10 most celebrated holidays around the world. Valentine's Day is number one. Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving, St. Patty's Day, Halloween, New Year's, and then Chinese New Year's. Still, no Mother's Day or Father's Day. Really? Yes, it's not even in the, I'm trying to find something, top 20. Oh, yeah, no, we're good. Oh. I, I didn't want to solidify that just in American or, you know, Christian. I, mean, I know. You know. Yeah, I know. There's like a million different lists. I mean, it all depends yeah. on what your religious affiliation is. It depends on, you know, what culture you're a part of. I mean, there's so many different things. So, you know, for my culture or my religion, it's a little different than... You know, my neighbor. I mean, hell, I don't even know what my neighbor's, you know, religious affiliation or culture. Could be Jewish. Could yeah. be a Buddhist. Could be, a, you know. Yeah. 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 He could yeah. be an atheist. Right. You know. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Lord um, help him. Lord, and Nick Lord too. In a way, sorry. <laughs> Whatever. Oh my god. I'm goodness. an atheist. I swear to God. 
Wow. Did you really say that? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I'm not really an atheist. I know. I know. I'm a Christian. I was just telling the joke. I know. You're an atheist. I got nothing against it. It's just a funny joke. Yeah. Exactly. I'm a short, bald guy. You can pick on me about that. I'm good with it. Yeah. You know. The short or the bald? Either one. I, you know, pick one. (laughs) I'm good. Hey, I do have to ask. I want to ask this on the show. What did you you think of the TikTok video I I sent you about the girl who talked about all the short kings? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I thought I saw this really hilarious TikTok video. Oh, yes. The redheaded. Yeah. 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 She's like, yeah, I'm like, she's like, I'm five one. All you short kings, you're perfect for me. I was like, oh, my God. I remember it now. Yeah. I thought of you whenever I saw it. That's why I was just like, okay, he's going to love this one. So. And I follow her. Really? Yeah. Because she's got some good stuff. She's the dad advocate. Yeah, she's very much a male advocate and treating men with more respect and, you know. Well, it's even then I think she's dad advocate because so she believes in equal parental rights in a divorce, custody. Yeah, she believes in equal custody rights, so, which is really interesting. So, you know. She gets a lot of controversy with that. Why do women have to get child support? Men have to pay it. Yeah. Want custody of the kids? That's your monkey. Yeah. You know? And that's the way it should be. Right. Nowadays, women are making as much, if not more, than men. So, you know. I know. I know. Well, and that's if a... You f- do it right, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but if you ahead. do it right, whoever's paying the child support, that money should go straight into a trust. And that should be their college money if you're going to do it that way, not so that the wife can live off of your money. You know, well, but I don't end up doing that. I I have to use my child support to support my kid. I can't put the money into a trust. Yeah, but you don't pay the house note with it. No. Well, no, it's not even close to enough to pay the house note. Yeah. 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 You're not going out party at the bar. If she hands you 500 bucks, whatever the number is, right? Right. If she doesn't hand you that money in cash and you don't go, all right, kids, I'm going out, and you go blow it at the bar or at the gambling casinos or whatever. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? Right. There are people who do that. I know. You know, the kid gets ramen noodles, and they're out having steak at the steakhouse down the street with a couple of drinks. That's People do that. Yeah, I know. I don't understand that either. That's where it's bullshit. And it doesn't matter whether it's a guy or a girl. I mean, there are women out there that are paying men child support, few and far between, but it happens. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm the I'm the far dead, between. Dads, yeah, yeah. You know, <clears throat> if the, they're deadbeat dads and they're out boozing it up, partying and picking up chicks and doing all that crazy stuff, then yeah, that's not fair. Yeah. So that's a fair point. That's a fair point. So. Uh, there's a guy on TikTok that talks about marriage is a scam, and it you know. The way it all started off in the beginning, I'm like all into it. I read up on it, and it's so true. Yeah, marriage, I don't know. Marriage, if I, I don't know, only, know if I agree with it. Marriage was originated for two prominent families to marry their kids so that they would have 
good stock children. Okay. That's the that's what started marriage. Okay. Now we've just freaking blown it. You know, let's go to Vegas and get married. I was joking with a lady the other day, and I said, "Yeah, you want to get married for the weekend?" And well, she's like, "Just weekend." I'm like, "Hell yeah, you might not like me after two dates." <laughs> <laughs> well, but I think the biggest point there is is people don't associate marriage with true commitment anymore. Oh yeah. There is no true commitment anymore. Eh, there is, but it's very little anymore. There are Nowadays, some, I still still I still see some people that are still married after 40 years. Okay, that's not nowadays. <laughs> talking about nowadays. I know, I know. Let's let's only go back I'll even push it to 20 years. Right. Nobody there's no reason to commit for life. Why not? None. There's no reason to. What is the re? What? It, why? There's too much out there. Everybody wants change when it comes to that kind of stuff. I don't. How many? How many marriages and relationships have failed in the last twenty years, as opposed to the last hundred and fifty years? No, I I completely agree with you. you know, People give it, up way too easy anymore. Yeah, because it's easy. Yes. It's so easy just to give up and get away. Yes. Granted, any of you guys out there thinking about getting a divorce, Jay and I will attest to the fact that it is cheaper to keep her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's cheaper to keep. Yeah. But, you know, it's... People don't make the effort. I think that's the biggest thing. It really is. I mean, that's why, you know, we make fun of TikTok. We talk about that. But there are a million of these people posting about what it takes to get along with your significant other. I mean, it's not just men or women. I mean, it's both. And, and And it's funny thing is... It's generally men telling other men how to treat a woman, and it's women telling other women how to treat men. Yes. And it's funny, but it's sad that people have gotten to the point where they feel like they have to inform and teach other people, and yet they're getting, you know, people are trying to shut them down. You know, it's they're constantly getting people that just... You know, like ugly comments and things like that, and it's just because right. they they feel they're they're telling the truth, and these people know that they're doing it wrong, and they call them out, and they think it's a bunch of crap. I love there's several couples, and I, I'm even going to say maybe seven to ten couples that I follow on TikTok. Right. That all they do is talk about how they communicate to make their marriage. Wonderful every day. Right. On a daily basis. Right. And see, I'm sitting here thinking, do that for a couple of years, okay? Just a couple, just two years, okay? Right. If you do that, at some point, you're going to know your significant other so well that it's going to be second nature. It's a learned skill. Yes. It's going to be second nature and that's when it's going to be 
effortless. Yes. Yeah. No. Yes. And that's, I, I agree with you, and that's what I look forward to. Yes, me too. So, you know, you say, what's the point in marriage? You know, but that's what I look forward to. And at some point, you know, I feel like that's the, do I have to get married? No. But do I want to get married? I want to make that commitment. See, the the paperwork for me is a huge problem because my divorce was such a toll on my financial future forever until I die. I know. No, you not so much, but for me, it took it. I don't have, you know how they say it takes the wind out of your sail. I don't even have a sail to have wind up it, you know? I know. And I'm not going to bash, bash the the kid's mom or anything like that because of that. But that's just the way it was taught back then. Right. I think it's, I think that's just wrong. Just wrong. I know. I know. But you know, just remember you may be rowing along. But the Lord's sitting there rowing with you. So you know you what? Should. Until you can get your sail back up, don't worry. You'll, you're still going. Why is there only one set of footprints in the sand? Just it was then Jesus was carrying you. Exactly. Love that. Love that footprint deal. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, but it's just you know they need to change it up a little bit. You know, equality. It's well, sad that you got to, You know, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't hesitate getting married again if I was. Um, found somebody and we clicked and things were going, I would wait a couple of years until, right. you know, really became who we are. Even after that, and she really wanted the license, there still would be a prenup. I know. I think the trust in my heart at that point is gone. And that's hard. That's hard. You know. But but you got to think that the the winds are changing. And the reason I say that is this whole Johnny Depp situation has really changed the way the Me Too movement was flowing. Because now it's like, okay, this is a great example of how the Me Too movement really, uh, you know, did not work. And so, so we can thank Amber for that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> She had to take it to the extreme, but you know that's sometimes you got to fall all the way to the bottom of the ditch before you can climb out of it. You yeah. Know? Yes, but I mean, but you know, it. There were people were taking some of the Me Too movement too far, and then there were some people who. How do I put this? They were giving justifiable reasons for people to want to take it that far do you know right. what i mean it's so yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. but the problem is is the rest of the population was being held accountable for a couple of idiots you know yes and you know you shouldn't hold another woman accountable for something that amber did right you know i mean you're not supposed to lump them in all of a category they lump us men in the category i know I you know, know. why is that? It, that's another know. question for another podcast because I think we could dive into that, and I don't think we've got enough time that's in this good. show. Oh, no, you know, right. and so, but I mean, that's a great point. But that was kind of 
you know, we talk about this Me Too movement, and we've been talking about it for a while, and now we've got this whole Amber situation. How is that going to swing the pendulum? You know, how is that going to change the winds? And here's the whole thing. Are men going to now, okay, you know, we've been saying this for a while, and you didn't listen to us, and you know what? It's going to change the way people look at things. So is it going to be extreme or are people going to say, okay, this was an isolated incident, you know, and I'll be honest with you. I know this is not an isolated incident, but let's hold the people accountable who actually did it, not the population. Right. You are absolutely right. Yes. So one bad apple in this particular situation does not spoil the bunch. Yeah. No. You know. But it's it's a learning it's a learning process too. Right. You know, I I'm all for equality. Yes. I don't think a woman should make less money than men. Now I know women that are very prominent that are happy making seventy, seventy five percent of what a man you know, that are happy with that. Right. And I'm like, oh you know, and, and that's her opinion. So more power to you. Right. But I'm all about equality. Why can't a woman that's sitting right next to me get paid the same amount of money as me? I think she should. Yes. You know, if she has the talent, the brilliant, just like him, you know, just like me. Right. I, it, whatever your degree is or not degree, whatever. Right. If she's exactly equal to you, you both have a high school diploma, you both been working there for five years, you both should be making the same amount of money. Exactly. Right? If you're both degreed, whatever, engineers or whatever, whatever, police, it doesn't matter. Right. They should make the same amount of money. So, 100%. 100%. And I don't think the women should be chastised because they have babies, you know, and that, you know, because that's what they say. Oh, the reason you don't get because you have to take maternity leave and you give babies and, you know, no, 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 no. I, I don't agree with that. I think women should get the same pay. You know, and the funny thing is, is when you do that, how are they going to teach their kids, that future generation? You know, because the way they were treated is going to be the attitude that they take and teach their kids about the way the world will treat you. Right. And, you know, you can already see it's going, it's going, in my opinion, the right direction. Not the smoothest point A to point B straight line, (laughs) you know, it's yes. Look at where women were in this, in the fifties and sixties, you know, yes. They were housewives, you know, that's where they, when the man would come home and he would be an ass and where's my dinner and get me a drink and, you know, sit down and plop his butt on the, watch TV, that kind of stuff, you know? And right. That don't happen anymore. Right. Grabs the piece. She's not grabs working. The paper. You're not working. Yeah. When you get home, if this woman's got any confidence in herself, you can't walk in, grab a beer, and sit down on the couch while she's cooking, taking care of the kids, because you're going to get a look. Yeah, I know. I know. And that look's going to send you out in the garage for the weekend, you know, or something like that. But, but you know, here's the be- whole thing. But, but Okay, so a good example of that, we've talked about this before. If you've had a rough day... Wouldn't she come yeah. in and say, hey, are you having a hard time? Because I noticed you, you grabbed a beer and just sat down. Instead of giving you the look, wouldn't it be better if she came in and say, honey, are you okay? You're talking about a relationship where 
they have shared in the responsibilities often. Yes. If he walks in or she or she one, exactly walks in, grabs a beer and sits their ass on the couch every day. After a while, that's a little different. Get one of these. What the? F- yeah, you exactly. Know? That's a little different. That is a yeah, little yeah. different. So, if if you have a household where you're both taking responsibilities, you're both cooking, you're both cleaning, you're both taking care of the kids, and he's helping with the homework while she's in the kitchen, or he's in the kitchen and she's helping with the homework. She's smarter at math and he's better at English. I mean, that's you can't get a better perfect family than that if it's all smooth, you know. And then once they get the kids put to bed, they have just enough energy to show each other some love and affection before they pass smooth out at, you know, nine o'clock. Yeah, nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I wanted to clarify, yeah. though, I mean, because, you know, people are going to be like, you know, well, he just came in and sat down. Well, did you bother to check to see if he had a rough day? Does he normally cook with you? Does he... Pain, something wrong. You yes, know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did he t- did he hurt his back? Did he twist his ankle? I mean, you know, why is, she, why is she not in the kitchen? Something's wrong. That's what a man would say. If the wife got home and normally she's in the kitchen immediately, and he comes home and he's not feeling good, if she's not in the kitchen doing her job, his immediate response is something's wrong. Yeah, she's sick or hurt or something's wrong. What's the matter, babe? Yeah. You know, what do you? Because oh. if she's in the kitchen cooking, you're gonna come in, grab a beer, and sit on the couch, and she's not gonna go. Oh, there's something wrong with him. She's gonna go. Typical shit bird. You right. Know. But if he comes in the house and he normally is like, "Hey, what are we doing for dinner? Do you need any help, real quick?" Or you know, and or if she gets in there and starts doing it, yeah. But but I mean, if she depending on what she's making, she may be like, "Hey, I got this because it's my special dish," and you know, go ahead and go sit down. You know, I mean, we all have those special dishes that we always, you know, and it's like it's our thing. You know, yeah. I have one that it's just my thing. It's you know, just go 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 get out of my kitchen. And let me do my thing, and and we'll be good. So right. you know, and I think that's an important part, but. Yes, in a situation where people haven't, you know, they just come in and they just sit down and they expect everybody else to do everything for them. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Okay. Yeah, give them the crazy look like, really? What the hell? Are you not going to help around the house at least a little bit? But, you know, for me, I want to make sure we're clear that there are people that have good relationships where they come in and they normally help each other out. And every once in a while, people just... They're not feeling it. They're just tired. They've had a rough day, you know, and that's about communication and, you know, so, or even reading the body language. Cause sometimes you just don't feel like talking. You're just yep. mentally wore out. Uh, yep. I, I was, I was fortunate in the beginning of my 15 year, 20 year marriage. I don't know why I say 20. I think it actually was only 15, but what's the difference at that time? Yeah. She was, she was, she didn't work. She was a housewife. Yeah. So when that first happened, she had Nikki and we already had the two boys and they're in school and all that. And she's, you know, raising an infant and I'm going to work and take care of business. I would feel, I felt guilty for years, not getting up and helping her. And then, cause, but I did, I got up and helped and I got complacent and lazy. Yes. You know, I turned into a typical man because she was always doing it. And 
I would go in the kitchen to help her. And for her, it was more of a hindrance, me being in there, right. than I was helping. Right. And I'm like, well, tell me where to help. Take this beer and go sit on the couch. Okay. Yeah, you know. I know. Well, that's not what I should have done. But, you know, yeah. it was easier for her. Just get out of my way. You know, let me do it. Yeah. Now, my, and I did that I, for years. And then uh, I, I, I'm almost done with this no, one. No, no, no. Go ahead. Sorry. And when she decided to go to nursing school, she was never home. So I was breakfast with the kids, taking them to school, picking them up, running the doctors, doing it all, right. cooking dinner, you know. And she, I, I can't say she was just completely gone. That's not true. I mean, but I wanted her to have her time to study. Yes. I wanted her to be able to succeed at becoming a nurse. Right. You know. You were being I a supporting that. husband. Yes, I did that for five years. And I'm very proud of myself because I didn't just throw in the towel and give up. Yeah. You know, For you women, I, come I, on now. If I you want a supporting husband, you know, come on. What's up with y'all? The only thing that I complained about was I didn't get enough of her attention. Yes. You know, there was not any intimacy at all. She was so focused on school and I was taking care of the kids and I wanted some of her attention. Right. And that was, that was our only struggle. That was it. Our okay. only struggle. Yeah. Yeah. She got sick of me. <sighs> Whatever. So I will say, huh? I said, we just don't know. I know. But no, for me, I think, my ex used to ask me to like peel the potatoes or something to that nature. You know, it's like, I'm really just out of the way, just, but I'm doing something that she needs done. It's, right. You know, it's simple. It's easy, whatever. It was nice of her to ask and yeah. you're not going to hesitate. Whatever she asks you to do, cut the onions or cut the carrots or oh, peel no, the potatoes. No, no. I, I would hesitate on certain, because there are certain things I hate to do. So I ain't going to lie. There are certain things that, yes, I'm going to hesitate. My, you know, we talked about dishes versus laundry. Oh, my God. I hate <laughs> okay. Dishes. Yeah. I was not focused just on the cooking part of it. No, no, no. Yeah. But, you know, dishes in the kitchen is one part of the, you know, because whenever you're, you know, cooking, most of the time you use a lot of dishes. So, yeah, no. But, no, I uh, I did other things that, you know, helped out. But, yeah, I mean, but it's funny. I did, most of the time, I did the lawn all by myself. You know, so, you know, there are certain tasks that we all did and, you know, it's just kind of, you know, we do, did I contribute enough? Yeah, maybe not. Um, I look back sometimes and thought, you know, there are some days where I think I did more than my share and there are some days when I did less than my share. And I'm sure your spouse did the same thing. Oh yeah, you know, and that's that's called balance, if you ask me. Well, but that's also called being honest with yourself. Yeah, you can't be both of you can't be perfect every single day no. of your life. So that's not going to happen. No, somebody's gonna have their low days. Somebody's going to be on their period where it's the male or the female. Because right, we do have male periods, ladies. Just so you know, whatever we do. Okay, if you say so. No, I'm. We just don't secrete. You know, fluids <laughs> like women do, but we have periods. Okay, periods men of insanity. Wait, uh, periods of insanity. Men have headaches. Men have yeah. <laughs> Just don't have cycles. Oh my god, you're killing me! <laughs> oh lord. I know when I'm in a bad mood, 
I'm on my period. Get out of my way. Oh, Lord. Okay. Hey, if they can use it as an excuse, so can I. Okay. Women have used that excuse for the years, de- centuries. Okay. Why did you kill your husband? I was on my period. <laughs> <laughs> Go to court right now. Nick, why did you kill your wife? I was on my period. He's going to go, okay, the death chair for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holy crap, exactly. That's too funny. But so. You got to think about it. We have our bad weeks. I know. Might not be one week out of every month, but yes. there are times, you know. Yep. Okay, so we're wrapping this one up. Are we? All yes. right. Yeah. So a couple of things. Um, next week we've got Shannon on looking forward to that one. Oh, I am so excited about that. Okay. I can't wait. Is yeah. he coming to your house? I don't Is know. Yet. I don't know yet. We'll see. I don't um, care. I, can't wait. I know. Number, uh, the week after that, we have Heather, uh, who is coming on the show. So she's from the, uh, I think she's the president of the board or president of the committee. I don't remember what her actual title is, but she's from the American foundation for suicide prevention. Really excited to have her on. So I can't wait. Um, yeah, really excited. I don't, I don't remember the exact title. We'll let her give it to us. So I'm, I'm really horrible with that kind of stuff. I'm, I don't, yeah. Uh, then, um, we also, so we've, uh, don't forget, we are trying to put together, a. Our golf tournament, we're probably going to look at September, early September to mid-September. And so, folks, if you're interested, you know, drop us a line, throw us an email. Um, We're really kind of excited about throwing that together. We're going to have a lot of fun with it. Um, Am I missing anything? Forgetting anything? Not at the moment, no. We got it going. Okay. Um, You know, of course. Huh? That's... That's about all we've talked about planning for the near future. Right. Yeah. 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 Father's Day is coming up in June. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm half joking, folks. We really did a shout out to the mothers. Yes, it's of the, all the moms out there, all of them. Yes. I'd like to find all of you up and give you a big old wet smoochie. Okay. Good. All of you. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm not even gonna touch yeah, that. Yeah, mom, man, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for <laughs> I, mom. I know, but <laughs> the smooch is a little far. A hug, okay. A smooch. I'm not talking about you know <laughs> French kissing and all that. I'm talking about <laughs> big old smoochy. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, still, it's a little weird. Hug and a smooch. <laughs> hey, at least I'm not saying that about Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't, I wouldn't have a problem doing that too. Big old smoochie. Uh, okay, yeah. No, I'm good. I'll pass. Hey, buddy, I'm I've got an Italian background. We kiss I on know. the lips. I know. You know. Yeah, you and Mark Meunier was really good friends. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I think he got drunk one time and tried to slip me the tongue. He, you gotta watch. That. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch that guy. Oh my gosh! Whatever. <laughs> So you're killing me, man. You're killing me. I'm just saying. Yeah. But, okay, that's all the announcements I've got. I think that's about it. Um, We hope you guys have been really enjoying the content. 
I do have something to ask from our fans. You listen to us on your favorite platform. Do us a huge favor. Leave us a review. Yes, please. So if you leave us a review, you know, be honest, you know, four out of five, five out of five, leave us some comments. The key point is, is it'll help other people find the show. And yes. and if you really did enjoy like a certain episode where we talked about, um, you know, like for suicide prevention, where we talked about, you know, the RenFast or anything like that, you right. know, leave us a review um, because I, I think that's a really nice way. It's I think it'll help people find us a little easier. Um, I've been doing a little research on marketing and. That was actually one of the things they say. If you have no reviews, it makes it really hard for people to find you. Oh, well, there you go. So we really need to start pushing that. Well, just, you know, people to be honest. If they don't want to leave us a review, don't leave us a review. But I know we've got some really quality fans out there who love our stuff, and we love them too. So, yeah, we love all our fans, and it doesn't take a couple minutes. Exactly. Yeah, so so I'm asking... You know, me to you, you know, leave us a review. So other than that, yeah, I'm learning a lot, you know, trying to learn about the marketing side and learn about all of that. So it's every time I learn a little bit, I'm trying to, you know, help the show. Um, But we want to keep the content going. That's why I've learned lined up some of these guests and things like that. So we can keep the. But it's fun. No, it is. It's absolutely so much fun it is and i think I the mean, bi- yeah, if any of you guys want to know about how to set up a podcast or anything like that get in touch with us too because it is so much fun i'm having a blast it is i look forward to doing this all the time every all every day every every thinking, yeah right. every week we we talk about it multiple times a week but yes when right. it comes time to record we do we have a blast at it and i think the biggest thing Sort of like today, we really didn't, I mean, we talked about Mother's Day, but we really didn't have a topic that, you know, there are a lot of times we have a great topic and we're ready, we're on point, but somebody made a comment, and maybe that that person should put that as a review. They made a comment in an email to us where they said, it literally is like two guys sitting around the campfire shooting the crap. Yep. And it's funny as hell, and it's great. And you know what? Those are the best times. I remember sitting around the campfire doing that. I bought Bandera for, for that. that purpose. Right. Yeah. One of the main reasons was to be able to burn some wood out in the yard, drink a few beers, fire the pit up. You know, yes. Right. Yeah, I, I just bought a truckload of wood to put up in Bandera. No, good for you. Good for yeah, you. Man. man, if gas prices ever come down, you can actually go out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> just saying folks you know it's it's tough when you're trying to travel and go somewhere and gas prices are the way they are i know when it was 80 90 dollars to fill up that diesel truck with a 36 gallon tank not a big deal now it's 150 and it seems like the gas doesn't like i drive i used to be able to fill my tank up leave the house drive up there even drive into town Saturday, drive back, and drive home and still have enough gas to work the next week. 
I put $150 worth of gas in there now, and it's like halfway home. I got to stop at Bucky's, where it's even more expensive, right? And fill the tank back up again. Oh, ouch! So it's not ninety dollars anymore; it's two hundred and fifty just know. to get there. Ouch! A whole trip, I could do the whole trip in under two hundred and fifty bucks. Right. Yeah. Right. So. so. Yeah, folks. You know, just just it's we're trying to improve the show. We love your feedback. We Nick's always asking for emails. He always, always wants feedback, good or bad. I mean, yeah, you never know. We, I, I'm always willing to learn. I know I'm not perfect, so hit hit me. Yeah, if you have something that Nick has said that you don't agree with, email us. Yeah, you know, if he, you if Jay if you disagree with something that Jay said, you'd be scared. Whatever. <laughs> Jay's gonna come back at you with the brutal truth. We've already talked about that. Oh well, that's true. Okay, <laughs> but if they're right, I'll well, be brutally true. honest and tell them they're right. They're right, and bow at their feet. No, I ain't gonna go that far now. That, that, <laughs> I would. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but no. But no. I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm honest, period. So if I, I if I make a mistake, I'm going to own up to it. And if somebody emails yeah, me and they say, you. you know, come on. Yeah, so folks, come on. Email us. Let us know. Tell us what you I think. I just like picking on you. I know. I just like picking I can handle it. Nobody so, loves you more than I do anyway, so that's the way that works. No, I disagree. Well, you would. Yeah. But you can disagree all you want, but yeah. that's the way that works. My dog loves me more than you do. <laughs> The dog loves me too. So. <laughs> Did you just call me a dog? No, I what didn't. The hell just happened? Exactly. <laughs> I love your dog too. He's awesome. My dog is awesome. Everybody loves my dog. So he's a big teddy bear, you know. So boy. everybody tells me, though, he's a reflection of the home that he lives in. That's. He's a reflection of his owner. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who that is. It must be one of my kids. I'm not that nice. <laughs> Gabe. There you go, Steve. There you Gabe. Good kid. <laughs> he is a good kid. He is a damn good kid. <laughs> so. Anyway, folks, I don't have anything else to share. Any last comments? I'm good, brother. I am too. Um, we love you, fans. Love you, brother. Love you and, too, man. Um, you know. Keep listening. Keep following.